Hello, and welcome to Chad's ADHD 365 podcast. This program is sponsored by Tris Pharma. Tris Pharma uses LiquiXR technology to develop innovative medicines that address unmet patient needs, including the treatment of ADHD and related disorders. Tris Pharma is dedicated to keeping patients with ADHD and their families educated and connected. Visit TrisPharmaProducts.com to find educational resources and more information on Tris Pharma's treatment options for patients six years and older with ADHD. Hi, I'm your host, Susan Booming. Asking the right questions can make a big difference in the way you manage your child's ADHD. While your child's doctor usually asks the questions during an evaluation, you can participate too. With me today are Dr. Maggie Sibley, who is a psychologist, and Jamie DeMuth, who is a parent. They are here to model a very important conversation for you. Dr. Sibley, how important is it that parents ask the right questions? One of the reasons it's really important for parents to ask thorough questions when they're deciding on a professional to conduct an ADHD evaluation is because the quality of ADHD evaluations out there in the community, it, it varies pretty wildly. And there are some folks who are doing um, really thorough diagnoses through great evaluations in every community. And there also might be folks who are doing um, quicker evaluations that may not be as long as they should be and as thorough as they should be. And so we really want to empower parents to know the difference and to be able to ask the questions that they need to, to feel like they can make an informed choice about who's going to be providing care. So before your appointment, it's a good idea to get a better understanding of ADHD. Talk with your child's pediatrician about arranging an evaluation or request a referral to a specialist, such as a child psychologist, psychiatrist, developmental behavioral specialist, or a behavioral neurologist who specializes in treating children with ADHD. Listen to how this parent interviewed one potential psychologist before making a selection and scheduling the first appointment for her child. Do you specialize in ADHD? Yes, I do specialize in ADHD. Um, as a child and adolescent psychologist, one of the main reasons that children are referred to our practice is to assess to see if ADHD is present. And so one of the um, main types of um, difficulties that I see as a psychologist is children with ADHD. How long have you specialized in ADHD? I was really fortunate that in my doctoral training program and also in my clinical internship afterwards that I was able to get specialized training in ADHD. And I've been in private practice for about 10 years. And so in my clinic, I've been able to provide these specialized services for the entire time that I've been in practice. About what percentage of your patients would you say have ADHD? I would say about 30% of the patients that I see are referred for ADHD-like concerns. And then once we do a thorough diagnostic evaluation, maybe about 75% of those with the concerns turn out to have a diagnosis of ADHD. Another 25% or so, once we learn a little bit more about what's going on, we realize it's something different than ADHD. So we don't always give that diagnosis. Are you a member of a professional organization that is directly involved with ADHD, like CHAD? 
So I am a member of CHAD and um, I'm also a member of some of the other groups that are provider organizations like the American Psychological Association. And within groups like that, there's always sort of subgroups of psychologists who specialize in certain areas. And so we've got subgroup in there that specializes in treating disorders like ADHD. That I'm a part of. So are you able to perform a full assessment? Yes, I am able to perform a full assessment um, for ADHD. And do you work with a team of other professionals and the child school to assist with the assessment process? So in our clinic, we have psychiatrists and we have social workers and we have educational specialists that are all part of our team. And we don't always engage all of those folks in the evaluation. Um, It's not always necessary, but when there are questions or concerns that could benefit from bringing one of those other professionals onto the um, case, um, we'll absolutely do that. And then as a part of the evaluation, we always make sure to reach out to the child's teachers to get information about the behavior at school and to other people in the school as well. It could involve getting records like report cards just to make sure that we're getting the perspective of how the child's not only doing with you at home, but also in the school setting. So what's involved in the whole assessment process? The first thing that would happen if you all came here to do an ADHD assessment is that I would meet with you as the parent and do a full interview. Some of the goals of that interview are to get a history of your child's functioning and the behaviors that you're noticing. We want to learn about things that have happened in your child's life that could influence their behavior and the context at home and at school, what that's like, and any other difficulties that might be different from ADHD that you're also noticing. We'll also send you with ratings for the teachers to fill out or other folks at the school. And we'll brainstorm with you whether there's other people that know your child well that might be in a good position to give us information about your child, which again, usually comes in the form of questionnaires. We'll also have you fill out some questionnaires and then I'll meet individually with your child. We'll do some testing in that session, which helps us rule out difficulties like learning problems and also just understand how your child thinks and learns and pays attention when they're doing a task. And we'll also talk a little bit with your child about the difficulties they're having to see what they perceive to be going on. And sometimes there's internal things like anxiety or sadness that also can be not always shared with the parent, but influence behaviors like ADHD symptoms. So that's the main thing we'll do. We'll sometimes gather information like report cards from the school or other pieces of information specific to your child's life just to really put together the full picture of what's going on. You may have answered this question, but just to reiterate, do you work with the child school to collect data to help with the assessment process? Yeah, so there's a couple ways we can do this depending on the comfort level of everyone involved. Usually I give the ratings to the parent to give to the teacher. Since you have that relationship with them, you can explain what's going on and ask them if they're willing to fill them out. They can either return those to you or they can give them to us directly. Sometimes teachers are comfortable sharing the ratings with the parent and sometimes teachers are more comfortable confidentially sharing that information directly with the provider. And we're happy to do either one. When the treatment is determined according to my child's individual needs, which of the following services do you provide or recommend? Parent and child education and support, behavior therapy, collaboration with the school, medication, and continuous ongoing follow-up. Specifically, how are you able to work with 
say my child's prescriber where medication management is concerned? Well, the first thing is if I'm going to be the psychologist that does the evaluation, I'll probably recommend for you all to work with a different psychologist as a behavior therapist if you decide to go that route and also as a person who can coordinate some of the care. And the reason for that is it's usually best for your child if they have a different set of eyes between the person who did the full evaluation and the person who's going to be working with them long term. But since we do have other psychologists in our practice, you all are welcome to stay here with us if you're feeling comfortable with that. And as I mentioned, we have psychiatrists on staffs. We have a report that you'll get at the end of the evaluation that's going to go in detail about your child and also our recommendations, which will include information that can help the psychiatrist pick the best medication if that's a route you want to go for your child. If you decide to go the medication route, oftentimes the psychiatrist can help you pick the original initial medication and find something that works. And then sometimes that medication can end up being managed by your pediatrician or primary care doctor long-term, which is sometimes easier for families since they have natural contact with those doctors. They often have shorter wait lists and wait times to be seen. And sometimes they're more affordable through your insurance as well to have those visits. In addition to either working with a behavior therapist who will help you with parenting strategies and setting up a good routine for your child or a potentially medication, there is a piece working with the school, as you mentioned, that we think is really important. That involves coordinating with your school to find out what services are available to children with ADHD and also potentially working with you if needed to pursue an individualized education plan, which would give your child entitlement to services or potentially a Section 504 plan, which is another way to get your child entitlement to services. So all the pieces you mentioned are important and all of them would be things that either we can provide or we can link you to, to folks in the community who can provide them as well. Do you work with any other professionals to provide any of these services? Our team is mostly, luckily, in our practice. You know, we have the psychiatrist in-house. We have an educational specialist in-house. So that's our internal group. But should there ever be a need for something outside of our own expertise, we would not be afraid to refer you to someone else. But usually the, the main providers for ADHD are under our roof. The best example of someone outside that we might collaborate with would be like your pediatrician. And your pediatrician is always welcome to refer you back to us if you know, you're doing well. And then after a while, you need to come back for some more specialized services. And we're happy to coordinate in that way. Will you provide a written summary of your findings for both the assessment and the treatment plan? You'll get a written summary from us. It's usually about 10 pages long, and it's going to be about 75% a description of your child and everything that we learned. It's going to tell you, did we think there was ADHD diagnosis present? If so, which type of ADHD we're noticing? And what we try to do is really back up all of our conclusions with specific data, specific things that you told us or that other people told us in the assessment process so that our it's real transparent what decision we made and why. The last part of that report is going to be recommendations. And so that'll be recommendations of things you can do at home, services we think would help your child, strategies your child can you know try to use in order to help themselves a little bit as well. And so that report really becomes a powerful tool. You can take it to the school and use it to pursue services. You can take it back to your pediatrician and they can read um, you know what we found and that may help 
your care in their setting as well. Even three, four years from now, say your child's, you know, going into middle school and they might need a new kind of help, like organization skills training or executive function skills coaching. Like you can take that report at that time. And it's a great way for a new provider to get a backstory on, you know, everything you learn to help them make good decisions about your care. My last question is, what are the next steps? What do I do next after my child has been diagnosed? If you all want to pursue the evaluation, what we'll do is we will find a time to hold that initial meeting between you and the provider who's going to be doing the assessment so that we can start gathering information and figuring out what other steps the evaluation needs to include in order to be thorough for your child. After you get the report, if there is an ADHD diagnosis present at that time, then we're going to go through a list of providers, both in our practice and outside of our practice, and also give you whatever information you feel like you need to make decisions about what care you want to pursue. Because even though there's about four different components to recommended care for ADHD in childhood and adolescence, you don't need to start all of them at the exact same time. And so sometimes people decide to start with medication or start with behavior therapy or start you know, pursuing services at the school and one or the other may be more urgent. You may have questions about the different approaches, you know, that you want to know the answer to before you can make a decision about what care should look like. And at the point of the feedback on the report, that's a great time for us to sort of answer questions, discuss everything you need to know, because as a parent, you know your child best and you're going to be the one who's in the position to make the best decisions about what they need and, and how to get it for them. Thank you. Thank you both so much. And for parents, once you've made the appointment, you will need to prepare for your visit. The doctor will ask you questions about what is going on with your child, basically getting a history. Be ready to discuss details about home and school. You will also be provided with a questionnaire to give to your child's teacher and or guidance counselor. Thank you once again, Jamie, and thank you, Dr. Sibley. Thank you for listening to this podcast sponsored by Tris Pharma, the makers of LiquiXR technology. Tris Pharma is committed to supporting the ADHD community through education and innovation. Learn more at trispharmaproducts.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Chad's ADHD 365 podcast.